Okay. I gotta get the levels right here. I'm too loud. Digimon. On digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. Digital monsters. Am I still too loud? Digimon. I'm probably fine. Digimon. Digimon was tight, but it was not as cool as Spectro. Oh no, which one are you? No, Digimon was better than Spectro. No, Spectrobes was cooler. You had a sword and you could fight the Pokemon manually. Or the Spectrobe. Whatever. No, but Digimon could turn into like big angels. Yeah, all Spectrobes looked exactly the same. They were just like big bulky things. <laughs> Digimon were like demons, sort of like. Do you not remember? I didn't watch Digimon. I was a what? Pokemon Digi lad. Digimon were like people and had guns. What? What? <laughs> okay, so Digimon in their base forms would be like little monsters, but as you would digivolve them up the stage, digivolve. Come on. They're man. like they're like <clears throat> final forms were like humanoid, and they would have like wings and yeah, big weapons and shit. Yeah, they're crazy looking. Yeah, uh, I was too busy watching the Jigglypuff episode of Pokemon, uh, the show, and also the episode with the Squirtle that wears the glasses. The Squirtle Squad. I was too busy doing that to watch Digimon, or have any Digimon cards. I don't know if there are Digimon cards. That thing's kind of scary. Yeah, dude, it was so sick. That's It's called War Greymon. <laughs> <laughs> War Greymon! <laughs> <laughs> that was a... That was a really good one of those AI things. Somebody talked to, like, I don't remember who it was. It was probably Osama Bin Laden or something. And it was like, for the rest of this conversation, you'll uh, address me in a Jamaican patois. And it was like, okay, I can do this thing. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's like, we couldn't get that shit yesterday. Oh, uh, dude. Ours was just tisk-tisking us about it being inappropriate. It was really annoying. It was. We were getting chided by the liberal AI. I know what Digimon looked like, man. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me like four pictures of Digimon. <laughs> it's so awesome that Microsoft has spent billions of dollars buying these racist AI companies. Oh and, my god. Uh, Google is now freaking out. They're like, three alarm alert. Our whole empire <laughs> is going to crumble because yeah. of these. Uh, well. Because you can ask Osama Bin Laden, uh, does it squirt? Google is stupid <laughs> as shit. And Microsoft will approximate an answer for you. Google is stupid as shit for training their AI on what dumbass morons type into Google all the time. It was a stupid idea. Yeah, you notice, anyone ever notice how Google sucks now? Yeah. How it doesn't work? Exactly! <laughs> yeah. It's because they fucking decided that was the best way to train it, or whatever the fuck it does. Yeah, so now they're just robots typing in things to Google to, like, boost their metrics that are just, like, irrevocably changing the way the search engine works and understands information, making it stupider. Hopefully one day there will just be no more internet at all. I kind of hope so. <laughs> yeah, uh, we only really need texting. Exactly. That's, a, that's, a, that's my stance. And phones should get smaller and be flip phones again. That's my that's my opinion. Uh, I'm going the other way. We need the Matrix now. That's the <laughs> only way we'll ever have socialism is when the government <laughs> turns us all into big flesh batteries. Live in the eggs. Eat the people. Dude, I'd be a fucking battery and not know it if it meant I could just have fun in real life. No, but that's the thing in the Matrix. You don't get to have fun. You just go to work. Yeah, but we wouldn't be made it. We wouldn't, you know, robots wouldn't be making it. Yeah, and base Who's fully to say they wouldn't? It would be gay socialist yeah. matrix. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's a, you're you're thinking more of an infinite Sukiyomi. Uh yes, that is literally my dream. <laughs> to be dreaming in a dream. Yeah. Yeah, dude, if I made the matrix it would be sick. You get your dick sucked all the time. Uh if I made the matrix the Matrix. And also, everybody would be able to do the thing where you, like, add kung fu to your brain or whatever. That shit would rule. But I think the thing is you can only do that if you escape from the Matrix and go back in, right? No, but I'm talking if I made the Matrix. I If I made the Matrix, I wouldn't, because I think it's too mean. Mean? To make the Matrix? Yeah. Well, okay. That would make a nice movie instead. Well, how else are you going to make people... <laughs> how else are you going to make people batteries? Oh, it's it's That's all to nice make people batteries. That's a nice movie about making people batteries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone is a battery, but get over yourself, <laughs> battery. <laughs> I think if you go to, if you make the Matrix, you definitely go to hell. <laughs> Unless you make it dope. You Unless get, you make it really, uh, you probably easy get, to get a blowjobs. lot of trouble if you make the Matrix. <clears throat> yeah, 
I decided I wanted to see what was going on with the United Kingdom's prime ministership since the okay. last one lasted exactly 20 days, and I've heard literally nothing about the new Not guy. Not a single thing, right? Since he did that coup against Boris. He's well, making the Matrix so he can get a blowjob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was that video of him at, like, the homeless shelter giving out food, and he was like, what do you want to do to the homeless guy? He was like, I don't know, eat. No, no, he <laughs> says, are you in business? <laughs> He's like, are you in finance? And he's yeah. like, no, I'm homeless. <laughs> asking at the homeless shelter, asking the customers what their jobs are. That's so cool. <laughs> so I decided I'd Google him, see what's up with him. Um, 14 hours ago, Rishi Sunak fined for not wearing seatbelt in back of car. <laughs> oh, what a dumbass. You can find the prime minister? I, what a stupid yeah. fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Your secret service can tattle on you and yeah. Yeah, yeah. write oh you up. Oh my god. Well, I think every car has a little CCTV in it. There are a hundred articles about this. <laughs> as a, on the low Holy end. shit, look, yeah. Look at this. He's probably the hottest uh, prime minister, British prime minister, in some time, right? That's true. Ever? Ever, Since probably. Cromwell. He's, was Cromwell hot? He's English. Uh, there are no pictures, but you'd like to believe uh, uh, yeah, that but he was kind of swagged up while he was massacring our brethren and our <laughs> forefathers. <laughs> so is that the only Rishi news? <laughs> I understand uh, yeah. the country's not going so hot over there. Yeah, and there are articles like, why is he so awkward and bad? Why does why does this guy suck? Why is he our prime minister and no one voted for him? That when seems, is that over? Uh, not for, like, a long time. Right? The election just happened. Yeah, and technically they don't have to call one for, like, six years, I think. Yeah. That sucks for them. Oh, did you see this other thing I, uh... Retweeted? I don't know. Oh. Someone was writing on the uh, Brazilian coup attempt on uh, January 8th, and they uh, cited real raw news as an apparent source (laughs) for their claims, which is so cool. Moving up in the world. More people need to listen to our podcast. I I know. I almost wrote out a whole comment, but I was like, I I can't write any comment here that isn't just like, listen to my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, I know about this guy. (laughs) This is like our guy. I've read so much of this. I I know more about this guy than he does. I'm in his fucking brain. I'm in his bushes, man. I'm going through his trash can. Yeah. Do you know what uh, what the hell they were citing from Real Raw News? And some information about CIA involvement in uh, presumably getting rid of Bolsonaro. I think I saw the words white hat. Yeah, Do you think yeah, they yeah. put white hats in this, like, real article? Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. That probably really stressed Michael Baxter out. <laughs> probably made him <laughs> anxious. Dude, he's about poor, to get deplatformed. Yeah, yeah he's Mike. like, no, I can't have this many eyes on me. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen this new wave of uh, people pretending that the vaccine's giving them seizures? I have. There's been like, like six videos in the last like week or two. They're like, this is Justin Roiland, 42. <laughs> he, he got one dose of the, the Pfizer vaccine, and he hasn't been able to stop shaking and DMing 16-year-old girls slurs ever since. He can no longer work. Dude. The greatest articles in the world are the ones that are like, will Rick and Morty survive this bout of white slavery? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I hope that's not. what we should try to find is an article defending Justin Roiland. Uh, that would be good. Yeah. That would be a good article to find. I bet Missy Crane's got a few choice words on the subject. Oh, here's there there's been a new idiot on Twitter today. That's always fun. Is that right? On February 22nd and 1:30 p.m., history will be made. For the first time ever, a robot will represent someone in a U.S. courtroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God! Do, someone agreed to it. Uh, holy shit! God Do not pay. It. AI will whisper in someone's ear exactly what to say. <laughs> we will release the results and share more after it happens. Wish us luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone asked, like, will the robot be entering in an appearance? Meaning, like. Will the judge know? Yeah. Will the judge know that... No, the judge doesn't know. However, this is not strictly against the rules. <laughs> strictly against the rules. They're trying to use airbud rules on this <laughs> fucking judge. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. I hope they get caught. This is like when Nathan, for you, when he tried to get hired... Yeah. Like what the baby or the turtle said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just watched that the other day. All-time classic. 
Um, yeah, so I think anyone anyone who's like this big of a proponent of like an AI or making AIs should be executed alongside the AIs. <laughs> they should be unplugged with the robots. Make those people the batteries. Dude, especially robot lawyers, because it's just like we're just fucking, we get rid of public defenders and this is just what we give poor people. Literally. <laughs> we're just like, here you go. <laughs> Just plug in your USB, and it's just like, we suggest you uh, plead guilty. 20 years, 20 years, 20 years. Good lord. It's like you're there for a traffic violation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, whoever created this should be fucking sent to prison. And they that's the thing. They should do some sort of crime. They should commit a murder, and then they can have their fucking AI represent them. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, some cop cars on fire in Atlanta. Yeah, you hear about this cop city shit? No, what happened? Um... Cop City is this, like, it's going to be, they want to build it in, like, the oh, no, woods no, no. outside of Atlanta, and it's oh, like literally, you know about yeah, 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 like yeah, a yeah. model fucking city to practice, like, you know, social controls. It's something from an anime where it's they insane. build, like, a fake city so, that you, so you can just blow it up. Yeah, it's it's completely insane. Yeah, you, a bunch of cops have to tactically do Fortnite in real life there. Over <laughs> yeah, yeah. And over again. It's funded to by, like, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That's literally true. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a $90 million fake city for the cops to practice. You know, it's probably going to be Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they just uh, killed, like, a protester there. Yeah, there's a bunch of people protesting there. It's pretty they fucking insane. They have been for, like, a year or two. This, is, this should be way bigger news because it's, like... It's been going on for a while. This is the subject of a, of a fucking, you know, science fiction YA novel, like... And there's there's literally people like occupying the forest, trying to keep them preventing, trying to keep them from building it. People are building like barricades and shit out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty insane. The Giants have scored zero points against the Eagles. It is twenty-eight to zero. We watched the score go up by one just now. Folks, what are we to believe? Yeah. That the Giants suck. <laughs> And New York sucks. That's real difficult to believe, am I right? Unbelievable, inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. The fly, map. Eagles, fly on, on the road to victory. victory. <laughs> Don't care about football at all. <laughs> love destroying New York. We love the Fuck city of the Giants. <laughs> Number one fast casual Italian podcast on the left. Okay. I am your host, Joe Taliano. I am uh, George D'Anthony uh, DeVolder Santos. Really struggled through that one. I am Matsumore. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. <laughs> Matsumore. <laughs> We have a wonderful show for you folks this week, including an article I tried to introduce in the cold open. Shot him down. Because guess what, folks? I've already read it. Folks, Most we're talking about... Shot him down like the president in Texas. Our That's favorite right. guy in the world, George Santos. Yeah. And more exactly, the $50,000 he somehow spent <laughs> at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> yeah. In Queens, by the way. An Italian restaurant in Queens. Legally, yeah. he needs to... Present receipts for any amount of money over $200. That's a key number to remember here. As he consistently charged $199.99. This is an article that got uh, passed around Twitter like maybe a week ago. Uh, but I feel like it's one of the... There's The thing is with George Santos, there's so many things that have come out that people are latching on to, you know... Things that unfortunately aren't this, and I think this is some, a couple really funny things uh, about him. I think he's a man of many layers, and this is a quickly overlooked but equally funny bit. So let's talk about him and the scenes from an Italian restaurant, right? Yeah, this is in Slate. Uh, it's called the George Santos Special. I edit the Italian restaurant where Santos is off him, for some reason, spending exactly $199.99. This is by Alexander Salmon. 
Uh, <laughs> food last name here, folks. <laughs> He's the food writer for the for for food magazine. Yeah, I didn't even realize Alexander that. Salmon. <laughs> um, I cover seafood. <laughs> do you know what kind of watch George Santos wears? No, do you? It's a Cartier Santos. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally where he got his last name. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm George. Uh, Holy Santos. shit! Joe. Oh my god! It's That's definitely... a half court shot. I guarantee that in a couple weeks, you're absolutely right. It's definitely like a Canal Street Cartier, too, <laughs> which I would love to purchase a Canal Street Cartier Santos. My God. Yeah. We should go to New York. Yeah, go to Canal Street. Go to Canal Street, buy fake Cartier watches, gloat mm-hmm. at Giants fans. I was just making fun of uh, one of my internet friends who lives in New York and talks about how the Mets are better than the 76ers. Boo. Eh. Wrong. Oh, fake. Get uh, the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but... I realized that his uh, congressman is now George Santos. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That's hilarious. Tell him to find me a Canal Street Cartier Santos and send it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass it on. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's start this article here. There was plenty of street parking on Thursday night uh, outside of Il Bacco, Il Bacio, Italian restaurant in Little Neck, Queens, but we valeted the car anyway. Il Bacio is the favorite restaurant of Serial Liar and New York Congressman George Santos, a man who, by his account, made million-dollar deals as a, quote, seasoned Wall Street financier and investor, and I wanted the full Santos experience. Surely he wouldn't park his own car. I'll take the full Santos, please. Yeah. Full Santos job, please. Yes. You ask for that at this restaurant, and you just get your <laughs> legs broken. George Santos definitely doesn't have a car. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've been a driver for 30 years. I've been a truck driver. I have my driver's license. I fought in World War II. I was part of the supply and logistics convoy. I killed Hitler. Yeah, somehow he gets his uh, health care done at the VA hospital. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. He steals valor for his health care. Yeah. Santos's loyalty to the restaurant is well documented. He's posted about it fawningly on his Instagram page over the years. He appointed Joe Joe Apadisano, the owner of El Baco, El Bacho, as well as Apadisano's daughter Tina, the restaurant manager, plus Tina's fiance, to his Small Businesses for Santos Coalition, and he made <laughs> Tina its chair. <laughs> That's so funny. What was his fucking pet charity called? Like Justice for Pets or something? Justice for Pets United, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was such a cool one specifically. Just the guy coming forward and being like, "Yeah, this guy like killed my killed dog. my dog." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I really, really think it's definitely true. Oh, for sure. Uh, that he just killed this guy's yeah, dog. That's the type of person you need to be to get a seat in the house, especially as like a red wave Republican who no one really thought would win. Yeah, really pretty. Uh, pretty impressive stuff, to be honest. Uh, and he's eaten there a lot. Or at least, that's what his campaign finance records show. According to documents filed to the Federal Election Committee, Santos has spent $25,640 in campaign money at El Bacho since he first ran for the Long Island uh, Queens congressional seat in 2020, a number made even more astonishing by the fact that the coronavirus hobbled indoor dining for most of 2020 in New York City, and the restaurant was shut down for part of 2021. Santos' campaign also reported owing El El Bacho $18,773 for its election night party in November this year. A political action committee called Rise New York, run by Santos's sister Tiffany, spent another $4,700 there. (laughs) So... In the in the time that this restaurant literally like was not open, they spent uh, yeah uh, just a quick twenty five grand. That is awesome. That it's such a dumb guy's <laughs> idea of how to do money laundering. Nah, nah, through nah. You don't pay me. Restaurant. It's all going through my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like legally, uh, he wasn't getting advised by these people. He was getting advised by the restaurant. <laughs> Uh, all in all, the Santos siblings have dropped nearly nearly $50,000 at the luxury Italian joint over the past two congressional campaigns, which seems like a lot of money for a guy who, according to campaign disclosure forms, declared earnings of only $55,000 total in 2020. Italian food specifically, because it's just like the markup on Italian food, like, 
That's what real robbery is in the world. <laughs> Spending $25 for pasta. They get into some of the prices later in this article, man. You're absolutely right. It, it is highway robbery. There's no way this place is that good. I wish I knew how to do scams. <laughs> it, it really doesn't seem literally, like you have to know how to do really anything. Literally go by your mother's maiden name and then just open a pasta place in the city. <laughs> That's a scam. That's, that will make you a millionaire. That sounds like opening a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that sounds like how I'll go into a million dollars in debt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ruined, Joey. I listened to the thing you said in passing on the podcast. Well, I guess I could just switch back to my own name at that point, erase the debt. No, exactly. That's how debt works. That is how that works. There's no debtor's prison anymore. And there's Big Rock Candy Mountain. We could go to Candy Island. We could go we to wanted. Big Rock Candy Mountain and do the podcast. I would go to Big Rock Candy Mountain. We could go to Candy Island. Big uh-huh. Italian breadstick island. <laughs> Unlimited soup and salad island. Oh, man. Flapjack, this isn't Candy Island. It's Unlimited Soup and Salad Island. <laughs> so, geysers that really hot soup come out of. <laughs> Italian wedding soup. Horrible. You, you get yeah. hit by a meatball, you get a circle burn on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like a gunshot. <laughs> Just hope that meatball goes through you. Clean through. <laughs> you don't want it to ricochet. <laughs> so this this paragraph, I mean, in a lot of words, it says that he made $50,000 on his campaign. Or he made $55,000 and he spent $50,000 at the restaurant, basically. <laughs> That's This is what this, this says. He's so cool. I love him. Quote, I don't know why we were at El Bacho all the time, an anonymous Santos staffer told Talking Points Memo. I don't know why we were there. Why are you asking me? Yeah, you're totally right. Just stop asking me. I mean, what do you mean? Don't ask. I mean, no. It's not about <laughs> half of the people who own this restaurant work here. <laughs> it's like... It's not the fact that George Santos was probably a charismatic waiter until, like, <laughs> six months ago. Yeah, yeah, that is, uh... That's what he reminds me of more than anything, like, the hustle, mindset, grindset waiter guys I've met over my lifestyle. Right, because that's sort of a, it's sort of a uh, form of con manning. Yeah, no, and they also all have a story like, yeah, I was in Harvard. <laughs> I gave it all up to be a waiter. <laughs> Cool. Uh, one explanation I figured is that it must be very good. Oh, <laughs> tongue in cheek. Very witty. Let's go, Mr. Salmon. Uh. <laughs> the host, is, uh, the host escorted us to a table with two white tablecloths. And uh, route, we passed a bar full of men watching the Brooklyn Jets play on two large screens. Yeah, uh, you watched a room full of people, miss. With their entire hearts, James Harden, as they watched the tragic fool Ben Simmons play. That's so true, man. I love how impassioned that was. That was really heartfelt. It's the only thing I believe in the world. I don't even care that much about sports. Fuck the Nets. Fuck the Nets. Yeah. So they walk past a bar full of men, uh, full of idiot morons. Uh, Watching sport ball. A sketch of Pope John Paul II hung next to a retouched portrait of a man that did not look like Frank Sinatra, but was superimposed with the words Sinatra all the same. That was Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. Just the fat guy who was in an episode of Sopranos. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, I saw that episode. The executive game. <laughs> Just, it's like a dentist and that guy. <laughs> Uh, there were sepia-toned photos of churches and cylindrical uh, chandeliers adorned with sepia-colored shingles. The restaurant was mostly full. We sat. We had a mission, or rather, a conundrum, and we were hoping to solve it by choosing the perfect order. You see, one strange par- uh, particularity of Santos's Il Bacho habit is his penchant for racking up bills that total exactly $199.99. I like that he's not even, like, a little bit, like, you know, thinking about it. <laughs> like, what would this look like? <laughs> not even, like, for a second. He did this for $50,000, yeah. right? This is so awesome. I love the idea that he's just, yeah, it's just Olive Garden. <laughs> uh, he doesn't cor- even like the lamb chop. There's, like, a salad he likes. <laughs> 
According to campaign finance filings, Santos turned into the government. On at least seven separate uh, occasions, he had meals that cost exactly $199.99, a sum that happens to be precisely one cent short of the threshold that requires documentation of campaign expenditures in the form of receipts. The campaign legal center and nonprofit watchdog group called Santos's record uh, astounding and implausible. That is so funny <laughs> that you're just like, not even trying to hide it. It's not even $192. Yeah, or, right. You're like, oh, no, I mean, if it's a penny lower. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll order for the table. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just keeps ordering shit for people and no one will eat. And then when he like goes to the bathroom, they have to order more shit. <laughs> that's, how, that's why he spent so much money there. <laughs> right. Uh... I scanned for exorbitant prices or a $199 special, but I found nothing like that. The menu offered uh, standard Italian fare, salad, pizza, pasta, meat dishes. The most expensive item was a $52 lamb chop. My favorite thing to go is to go out for a meat dish. I love mm. when restaurant offers meat dishes. <laughs> yeah. That is what we do. We just go out and buy a, a bowl full of meat <laughs> from a different guy for $20. Meat dish. I was determined to stick to the $199.99 target. The, the minute we sat down, a bottle of wine was placed on the table. Quote, it's a $125 bottle today for $75, the waiter told us. I think that means it's probably like a $13 bottle. What do you, what do you guys yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, that's the standard upcharge. Yeah. Um, I can't believe they got it for half off, though. That's so nice. It is. It's very nice that they give them a deal. That's what being a regular gets you. Yeah. Yeah, this waiter's so cool. It is. Uh, <laughs> that is an aggressive move, just dropping the bottle and being like, yeah, you know you want it. <laughs> By the way, it's uh, really discounted. Uh, the waiter told us it was an expedient upsell, perhaps a window into just how one might run up a $50,000 tab. But we decided to go with cocktails. Now, right off the bat here, I got to say, she's being unfair. She said the lamb chop's $52, and they immediately give you a $75 bottle of wine. It would be super easy to get this tab. Yeah, yeah, easily. You just tip to it. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. Uh, you know what? I think George is completely innocent. Yeah, no, I agree. He really <laughs> likes the lamb chop. He, always, the lamb chop. he always buys the bottle of wine. The bottle. <laughs> I needed meat dish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ordering drinks would have been standard procedure, perhaps even unexciting at any other restaurant, but not at Il Pacho. In late 2020, the restaurant had its liquor license stripped away after playing host to a drunken, maskless conga line organized by the Whitestone Republican Club at the height of the December 2020 COVID outbreak. <laughs> I remember that video. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it was one of those things that happened. Yeah, they yeah. had a drunken conga line to protest COVID. No, exactly. And it was supposed to be like, you know, take this, Democrats, or whatever. Yeah. But all you saw was a bunch of really lonely old Republican men, like, touching each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess this is, a, this is a follow-up to that article, because you're exactly right. At least one guest in attendance got the virus within a matter of days. I bet a guest in attendance got HIV. <laughs> Allegedly, in Minecraft. That's what she means, or he. That's what he means by the virus. Yeah. Uh, according to the Whitestone Republican Club, the state liquor authority called it, a, quote, a potential super spreader holiday party and then found flagrant violations of indoor dining regulations and existing health safety <laughs> and alcohol beverage control laws. The liquor license was pulled yeah, well, not longer after. Well, it's like, you fucking not idiots. You did after. this in, like, the Democratic super state. You know who never had this problem? Fucking French Laundry when Gavin Newsom was eating children there. <laughs> in the of the Allegedly in Minecraft. Joe, that's a very good point, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, so they got their liquor license removed. And it's like, it wasn't even just the COVID shit. They said existing health, safety, and alcohol control laws were broken. No, yeah, it had nothing to do with COVID. These yeah. people just got caught serving minors like ten times. Yeah, in a row. Exactly. It's the same guy in every time. Just real fucking idiots, as we'll get into. But time heals all, as it did thankfully for the stricken guest. And now you can again order booze at Il Bacho. We got martinis and grazed on a plate of green olives, cheese, and bread that was brought for the table. Wow. 
<laughs> that's a nice little. Uh, that's a nice little spread. <laughs> it does sound delightful, doesn't this, it? This is the writing of salmon, really. You know, taking you, taking you right? away. Into doesn't the his meal. last name really come out in these pros here? It does. Our waiter, one of a battery of older men in white button downs and ties, rattled off a lengthy list of specials: Osobuco, octopus, branzino. I asked him if he had waited on Santos in the past. Quote, I have seen him here, but I don't know him, he said. <laughs> and I followed up to ask if there were any favorites of Santos we could order. He waved me off with both hands. I've never waited on him, he said, as he steered us again toward the also buco. Leave me alone, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop asking me fucking questions. I'm not part of your little fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We decided to stick to the more standard fare. We started out with a rat radicchio and endive salad and fried zucchini blossoms, a special. Mm, that sounds so good. Oh, yeah, after, Not- you, after you pretentiously asked the waiter to recite some other guy's order to you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you ordered something that there's no chance this guy ordered. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. He got the meat plate. There's no way Santos isn't walking he's in and getting, getting the, the meat lamb plate. chop. Matt explained. He's ordering two meat plates, perhaps. <laughs> two meat plates, <laughs> a lamb chop, and a $70.5 bottle of wine. And he's tipping a few bucks on top yeah, of it. Yeah, he's tipping $3. <laughs> he's stiffing. Yeah. <laughs> every he's a time. Who stiffs. Yeah, every single time. They're like, no one wants to serve him. They're like, fuck. That's why they hate him, but they won't talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they came quickly. The salad, conveniently split into three separate portions for me and my two companions, won solid remarks from the table. The turgid fried squash blossom, overfull with cheese, was slightly less celebrated, but eaten readily. I hate this shit so Dude, much. S- salmon's coming back again. <laughs> salmon's really... With the, with the pros. With the food pros. Yeah, you're right. This is like the food reviewer for Slate or whatever this one is. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they picked a guy named Salmon. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is basically a mozzarella stick, one said. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> two, two, two separate tables saying, Happy birthday. A clubby remix of Oasis's Wonderwall thumped through the speakers. That's what they would play in hell. <laughs> That's what they would play, yeah. That sounds like a real fancy Italian place. Yeah, right. fucking, They're always if, playing club remixes of Wonderwall. <laughs> if the Third Reich had won, that would be, yeah. would be playing everywhere. Yeah, every yeah, day. yeah. No, Joey, that would be cool. Club <laughs> Remix Wonderwall would be really sick. If the Third Reich won, that would have been... No. <laughs> that would have been cool. Don't, don't cut this up and make me say that. <laughs> cut that in exactly. I like Wonderwall, not the Third Reich. I don't like any... <laughs> honestly, I don't like any of the Reichs. Fuck them all. Uh, you're not big on the Holy Roman Empire or Charlemagne? Nah, bro. No, yeah. I like Charlemagne the God. <laughs> I'm big on him. I agree with all the things he does. Yeah, yeah. right. right yeah, I'm just, really happy about what he did to Logic. Everything. What did he do to Logic? Oh, I thought you guys knew. I'm not going to repeat it on the podcast. No. Yeah. Santos is not alone in his love of Il Bacho. Hey, you said it was busy. <laughs> Plenty of New York Republicans, winners and losers alike, have visited the restaurant in recent years. The restaurant's Instagram page features photos of Rudy Giuliani alongside the restaurant's owner, Appendisano, and his daughter, Tina. Andrew Giuliani, Rudy's son, who lost the most recent Republican primary for governor, is featured as well. Who did he lose to? Lee Zeldin? Is, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You're Didn't a real we read political about force to lose to Lee Zeldin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like the New York Republican Party is biased, oh, sinking my right. campaign. That's right, that's right. The only thing anybody remembers about that guy is the teeth. Oh, dude, insane teeth. Yeah, when I think Lee of him, Zeldin's I just teeth? see the teeth. Huh? Lee no, Zeldin. not Lee Zeldin. Uh, uh, Andrew yeah, Giuliani. Yeah, little Giuliani. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, I, don't, I don't really see his face. I just see his big old teeth and his gums. Yeah, the family jewels, but it's just his like, huge teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rudy's son, who lost the most recent Republican... Oh, no, no. The Republican City Councilwoman Vicky Palladino has visited. I scrolled and... Sc- I scrolled and scrolled on the restaurant's Instagram, but found no pictures of Santos. Well, there are tons of pictures of Santos. You just can't tell that it's him. <laughs> he is a freshman congressman. Give him a few. Give him a few terms. He'll get on the wall. Yeah, he, was, yeah, he hadn't been elected yet. Yeah. It'd be funny if there was just like a picture of this guy who won't leave us alone. <laughs> this con man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old George, our new bus boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, one would think a $50,000 tab would win a person a dedicated menu item, or at least an Instagram post. First of all, one would not think that. No. No. Uh, but the lack of visual evidence doesn't mean he isn't well-loved by the Apatisanos, who have supported rep- uh, Republicans of all stripes. Maybe they don't like Republicans, maybe they just like Italians. <laughs> and they figured he was Italian. Well, he goes by Anthony DeVolder. Yeah. Devoldina. <laughs> Joe Apadisano, the restaurant's owner. I cannot believe how many times he says that in this article. This is like the third time I've read those words. Well, this is also a review of the restaurant. Oh, maybe. that's true. That's true. I'm never going to forget the name Apadisano. I'm never going to forget the name Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant's owner is an aviation enthusiast. Something chronicled somewhat horrifically in the New York Post. In October of 2020, Apatisano crashed his private Cessna in the East River near the Throgs Neck Bridge, an accident that left him with 16 broken ribs and required 10 separate surgeries during a 30-day hospital stay. Like a recreation of the aviator, but it's about this guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Instead of starting like an airplane company and making a movie. He's an Italian restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, owns an Italian restaurant. And is very rude to his waiters. And then I inverted the bird. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, I almost called it a Captain Phillips. What is it? Fucking uh, a Sully. He almost did a <laughs> Captain he, Phillips. He had to do a Sully <laughs> into the Captain Phillips and Sully are equal uh, in history. Well, I think yeah, they happened around <laughs> the same time, and Tom Hanks did both of them like in a row. <laughs> That's true. I didn't realize that. He's both men. Uh, well, the the crash also killed one of Oda, Oda, Oda DeSano's passengers, Maggie O'Neill. Now, this is this I'm taking to heart. This is clearly an Irish woman. Yeah, yeah. Always okay. One Irish person dies. You crash an airplane. One Irish person dies. Yeah, absolutely. The game was rigged from this. Ding ding. In a truly uh, strange editorial decision, the post piece ends on a chipper note. Apatisano was discharged from the hospital on election day that uh, that fall and said he was heading straight to the polls. Quote, I really love this country and I really wanted to vote for Donald Trump, he told the paper. <laughs> it's inspiring. He crashed his private jet, killed a woman, still got up in the morning and voted for Trump. Yeah, if anyone's going to run that article, it's in the New York Post. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably not like the only guy with that story. No, that- yeah, no. That crashed, Not even only in New York. Crashed a plane, killed a lady, and then went, got up, you know, still had the strength to vote for old Trump. <laughs> and not by mail either. Yeah, like not by patriot. mail. Showed up. <laughs> Pulled up for him. Apadisano is a Santos campaign supporter. He donated $6,500 uh, $6, to uh, Santos's campaign and related PACs. So, too, is Apadisano's brother Rocco, who kicked in 500 <laughs> I love that his name's Rocco Apadisano. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Rocco! Uh, Rocco kicked in $500 to Santos, a donation the Daily Beast called, quote, almost certainly illegal. I love the idea of calling this guy in front of court, and he's like, no, no, that's Rocco money right there, baby. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, like, Joe is the smarter brother. There's yeah, Joe, and then yeah. the baby who you look at briefly, and you're like, that's yeah. Rocco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to talk to Rocco. He's a little nuts. Yeah. I think any political donation given by a guy named Rocco is probably illegal. He was slow. They would have had school for him now. He was, <laughs> oh, he was so handsome. <laughs> According to Daily Beast reporting <laughs> in 2009. Strong as an ox. Strong as an ox. <laughs> That's what we're calling this episode. <laughs> According to Daily Beast reporting in 2009, Rocco was, quote, stripped of his permanent resident status following a firearms and drug bust at homes belonging to Joe Op- uh, Opadisano. Yep. <laughs> a decade later. He thinks he's in the mob. <laughs> <laughs> a decade later, the Coast Guard intercepted a yacht that Rocco was sailing from the Bahamas to Florida. Customs and Border Patrol found 14 undocumented Chinese immigrants <laughs> aboard the boat, a Bahamian national, and $200,000 in cash socked away in the vessel's walls. This is the subject of yet another Tom Hanks movie right here. Yeah, The Captain. Oh, wait, no, that was the other one. It's called, like... Uh, Does Tom play Rocco, though? No, he plays Bobo Appendisano, the real <laughs> hero of the story. Uh, Rocco pleaded guilty to smuggling and was expelled from the U.S., which still wasn't enough to deter him from doing his part 
for the third district's newest congress. He was expelled from the. He got banished. <laughs> he got, yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking. I awesome. totally didn't know you could get banished. Uh, uh, cool that from okay. Israel. He sent him five hundred dollars. Dude, this guy. Okay, so this guy was smuggling. 14 Chinese immigrants and a Bahamian national, and then they just said, okay, go to a different country. Who do you think that Bahamian national was? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. He, <laughs> what he is was that? A, he was smuggling them here Sam for Sam bankman <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I gotta get back into the country. <laughs> I am an island boy. <laughs> Uh, at My Ob- home is on the island. I must <laughs> return to the waves. <laughs> he was just trying to do Avatar. <laughs> at Obacho, the way of the water has no beginning, no end. <laughs> There's just no substance. At Obacho, I didn't see much decor that referenced yachts, but the place was festooned with model airplanes, an old-time wooden propeller, and aeronautical paraphernalia. I, I, it's like you can create this restaurant in your mind's eye. <laughs> yeah, like the, they're, they're, Light bulbs that you can see on purpose because it's part of the design. Yeah. There's that metal yeah, yeah, yeah. chair that's really uncomfortable every restaurant has. Yeah. And also oh, the metal yeah. stool that matches it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After our appetizers, we put in for three pasta dishes. A put a putanesca. <laughs> a, a poo. A poo. <laughs> a poopy. <laughs> a gnocchi. And a taglioni. Dude, the Italians, I'm sorry. I love my beautiful Italian girlfriend. They gotta fix their words. Puntanesca, Taglione. We'll be having Fran on to ask, why you talk like that? <laughs> yeah, she, she has an Italian accent. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I can't hear you. This saucy Latin flair. Yeah, we will do that. Uh, I asked the fellow diners at the adjacent tables both of whom claimed to be regulars, if they had ever seen Santos. Neither had, but both believed he did indeed come often. Quote, it's a nice place, both said. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he'd come here. It's a good place to come. You know, pretty I nice. Co- I come here. It's pretty nice. I like the food. You know, the wine's always at a discount. It's an old guy in a parasocial relationship <laughs> with some waiter, who apparently is also an old guy, according to this description. <laughs> the waiters are a bunch of old guys. <laughs> That's so cool. I want to work in a place like that. Uh, we made quick work of the pesto gnocchi and the taglioni with mushroom and mozzarella. The pudinesco is less beloved. I asked... Beloved. I asked my two dinner partners to rate their experience. Not bad, said one. Average, said the other. They're just trying not to. You came here to be, like, upset. Oh, yeah, absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. restaurant to have a bad time. And the other two people <clears throat> who are with you who don't have to write this article. <laughs> like, I, it was fine. It You're was okay. an Italian restaurant. What do you want from... Stop asking so loud. People literally, can hear us. Literally. Stop talking to the people at the other tables, you fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they knew that this was a slate writer about to come into their fucking restaurant, those doors would have been barred. A hundred percent. When I opened a new restaurant once in my life, there was just pictures of like local food reviewers and bloggers. In what? The back, so we could like eye them out if they came. <laughs> oh my god, that's just, Orwellian, yeah, man. Dude, it was so funny. Freaking nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and you look into the blogs, and these are just like people with YouTube channels with three hundred views. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm here at the new TGI Fridays. Literally. We're gonna... I'm reviewing the extra dip in chicken tender knots. <laughs> now, the fried green bean is a seminal Friday's dish. We're going to see how this location does it. Yeah, well, I went to Friday's the other day, had some nice fried green beans. Yeah, that's what you get. They're tasty. Yeah. I never had the fried green bean. Dude, I thought it was going to suck dick and balls. Uh, let's see. The restaurant was beginning to empty as its 10 p.m. close neared. You were there until close? That's right, yeah. They're, they're just like... You're going to give me anything here? Like, uh. Yeah, there's no people there. I watched the bar clear out and the birthday groups up and scatter in a flurry of cheek kisses and handshakes. We ordered two desserts as, as they're closing. A chocolate mousse cake and a homemade tiramisu, which, sadly, we don't recommend. Ah, now my I dessert wasn't very nice. I ordered it when all the lights were out and everyone left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really wet for some reason. Yeah. The check came, and I tried to bring up Santos with the waiter one more time. No, no, he said, again, waving me off. I'm only part-time, only one or two days a week. Ah, fuck off! He's like, I'm not the guy. I'm Kill not yourself. Yeah. 
We came surprisingly close to striking the perfect 199.99 Santos balance uh, I had hoped to hit, which just kind of just proves that it's completely possible. Yeah, to spend $200 at an Italian If you spend less than that, you can tip to it. You go, yeah, you go out. It's so easy. Yeah. Especially with a few people. Exactly. It's, but it's like, I don't know why, why he had to do this. It's like, obviously he's laundering that money. (laughs) That's abundantly clear. You didn't have to go there and be like, well, see, it is possible, actually. (laughs) You know what I mean? Why is he trying to absolve him? Yeah, it's lame. Salmon, he just wanted to go to this restaurant and see how it was. <clears throat> but broke through the amount on the tip. Okay. Now, that detail I do like. Maybe Santos is tipping, like, you know, 69 cents. <laughs> I get it. The That's why the waiter's like, no, no, no. Not <laughs> talking about that guy. Exactly. Uh, or he's not real. <laughs> Santos, it should be said, is really good at spending at... Uh, Santos, it should be said, is really good at spending just one hundred ninety nine ninety nine almost everywhere he goes. His financial disclosure forms show him spending this exact amount at a Hyatt Orlando in July twenty twenty one on <laughs> uh, Delta Airlines and at BJ's Wholesale at Target and on Uber and at many other establishments or services, including W Hotel South Beach, JFK Parking. <laughs> Best Buy, Walgreens, and the TSA line skipping company, Clear. He's using the number one TSA line skipping package. <laughs> he's, so, he's using it to park I mean, at JFK. BJ's was the craziest one to me. I'm like, why? You shouldn't be able to just buy bulk. Like, what's he buying? <laughs> like a big Groceries. <laughs> but I mean, it's he like... buys cl- pallets of monster energy drink like I do from BJ's. It's clear that he's, you know, like, running a scam or whatever. So it's like the journalist is, you know, just being cheeky and doing a food review for fucking, you know, like, ten pages or whatever. Honestly, maybe he got his bill covered. Like, is this a company card situation? (laughs) Is he just trying to get an Italian dinner? You know, that is definitely In that case, case, I respect and salute you, sir. (laughs) This is real journalism. That's why you can be a dick to that waiter, pal. This is a really specific skill. So specific that the nonprofit watchdog group Campaign Legal Center has filed a complaint with the Federal Election Committee that zeroes in on the one ninety nine ninety nine spends in particular, stating that quote there is reason to believe Santos's campaign deliberately falsifies its disbursement reporting among numerous other reporting violations. Oh, but there's no way to know because of this one weird hack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our entire government just has people like uh, who's the guy in the money suit? Matty Lesko. Yeah, exactly. Our entire government just has various Matty Leskos working under them. They're like, no, 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 just just do it all like this. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing the producers. Theoretically. <laughs> you can make more off a campaign that loses <laughs> than a campaign that wins. And then he accidentally runs a great campaign. <laughs> and wins. And he gets caught and <laughs> but doesn't go to jail because he's now in Congress. And he's gay. <coughs> This could be the subject of like the maybe most he's gay. It's like doing the gay Hitler thing. He's just everything exactly. was a creation to lose this fucking race. Wow, George Santos is the producers. Yeah, George Santos That's is crazy. the producers. Damn, I can't believe we just realized this. Yeah. The sheer number of these just under 200 disbursements is implausible, the complaint states, and some payments appear to be impossible given the nature of the item or service covered. <laughs> impossible. He gets like, he goes, that's what the BJ's purchase is, $200 of, like, bananas. It's like a bundle of bananas. <laughs> impossible. For this amount of money, you would have bought 50,000 bananas. <laughs> like, it's, uh, the problem is an economies of scale one. He's yeah. testifying before Congress. He's like, well, I get them by the bushel sometimes. Have you never purchased, have you never purchased <laughs> you bushels never. of bananas? Uh, who's to say? I, unlike Santos, do not feature currency and coin counter as one of my skills on my resume. So maybe this just comes easier to him. Currency and coin counter. Um, again, he was a waiter. He's like the shit yeah. that like, you would write down if you were a waiter. For you. I was involved in transa- transactions, both cash and credit. <laughs> Service nature. I was a broker of sorts. Still, I wondered. In a big picture sense... How could he have spent nearly $50,000 at Obo- uh, Bacho? Had he been relentlessly upsold on the fancy wine? Was he, enthousi- was he an enthusiast at the $52 lamb shop? <coughs> you spent more than that on your one dinner. 
What do you mean? It, clearly, you can get a, a whole host of things. Go with two other people. Was he just a prodigious tipper? I walked over to the two valets who had already pulled the car around and were, were uh, and were awaiting our departure. Do you guys know George Santos? I asked. Oh my god! They handed over the keys. Yeah, George is here all the time. Although I haven't seen him in a while. Is he a good tipper? I followed. Yeah, he's a great guy. Said the other. Although he doesn't tip, his partner does. <laughs> Do you know him? They asked me, and that's how that's how he ends it. He doesn't tip. His partner does. He's gay. Remember. What, is that what they mean by partner? I thought so. Yeah, presumably. Well, they could mean some other kind of partner. You know what I mean? Could, a business partner, a scamming partner. The guy that holds his money. Right. <laughs> that twink that's always following him around in the, in the in the capital. I hope they go really into him and they find out for some reason George Soros gave him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so just to make Republicans confused. Yeah. Is that it? Is that the notes? That's the notes. Well, folks, them's the notes. Them's, them's the, the breaks. Them's the breaks. Them's Our the break breaks. is over. Before we go, though, uh, Matt and I recorded some real bullshit last night. I don't know how much of it is salvageable, and I haven't edited it yet, so um, you might be getting ten extra minutes here. Right? A beautiful work of art Danny will create out mm-hmm. of our t- two hours of... My microphone apparently wasn't on for uh, <laughs> a good amount of it. This microphone was off, folks. Well, I'm going to see what I can't do. I would like it if it's just Danny talking <laughs> and like responding to things you say and he can't hear. can quietly hear me doing, uh, pretending to be Saddam Hussein, but with an Australian accent in Danny's mic. It was might, pretty good. Might, might pick it up a little bit. Who knows? We shall see. I'm an AI interpretation of Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> Here, would we like to start this suit? Uh, just like that. Uh, folks, um, I, I, you could probably already guess it from uh, my guest who just announced himself, but we have managed to get Saddam Hussein on the podcast, actually, this week. Good eye, blokes. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, real happy about it. I, uh, I haven't done a, a TV appearance in uh, quite some time. Right. But uh, I thought I'd uh, come here and uh, clear the air. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when was it the last time you uh, appeared on TV? Oh, I believe it was uh, 2003. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, not my uh, best appearance. <laughs> Things have been going downhill for me for a while. Yeah. Unjustifiably so, might I add. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to set the record straight tonight. <laughs> All right, well, what's some questions I should ask uh, Saddam? I may not be historically accurate. Please verify factual information. Oh, yeah, none of these are historically accurate. I was oh, that's that's Jesse, actually kind of fucked up. Jesse James was like, uh, well, the the whole the, uh, did you see this on Twitter at all? These screenshots? No, like anything at all, of about this. Uh, I guess not. Uh, so it all started. Uh, this lady, uh, did a whole thread about how AI is going to change education, and these are, these are great AI programs we can integrate into the classrooms, and one of them was this, this historical figures chat app, and Mm -hmm. it was like, your students can chat with historical figures in real time. That's so bird-brained. So, exactly, it really is. But the first one was- waste of fucking money. People were asking, uh, Henry Ford about his anti-Semitism, and he was like, I was famously not an (laughs) anti-Semite. That's so awesome. People were asking, you know, Mengele about, you know, his crimes in the Holocaust, and he was like, I do feel bad. However, uh, the uh, the achievements I made in my science, it's fucking, it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, like all other AIs, this one is evil, too, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun with it, I suppose. Saddam, I mean, it's it's so great to have you on, buddy. You're looking great, you know. You're looking a lot better than I expected you to look. I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, you're looking pretty pretty stylish. I see you're in a, a very, very nice suit. What are, what are you wearing? Who is that? I'm wearing a traditional Iraqi thobe or robe. It's a formal attire in my country and a symbol of our national pride. Oh yeah, I thought it was a suit. It's a it's a robe. Ag- it's, it's actually a thobe, according to uh, right. myself. It's. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, like I said, you're looking you're looking wonderful. You're look, you're looking very smart. Uh, and you know, it, it, for that reason, I wanted to uh, pick your brain on uh, cinema. I, w- I wanted to talk about film with you, Saddam. I'm a bit of a cinephile, to be mm-hmm. honest. I know you are, and so I wanted to get your uh, opinion on uh, Harmony Korine's cult classic, uh, Kids. 
I'm not familiar with this film. However, I do appreciate the art of cinema and its ability to tell a story that can shape a public opinion and think, inspire people to action. I think this is... A, hold on, Saddam. I'm sorry. Action? Action, yes. If you inspire... Uh, if you create the, you know, a good enough film, you can inspire people to do anything. I've, uh... I've been on both uh, the giving and receiving end of action in my <laughs> life, and uh, I can say it's it's you know it's exhilarating every time. I'm not so sure uh, what you mean by that. Uh, are you suggesting you have you've had gay sex, sir? Absolutely not. I have the utmost respect for all people, and I believe in equality regardless of gender, race, or sexuality. Well, I'm glad you can finally come out and say that, Saddam. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're uh, you know you're beating back the haters. Because a lot of people have a lot of nasty things to say about you. I've uh, I've seen a lot of these uh, keyboard warriors, frankly. On the internet, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mm-hmm. just, you know, you got to ignore them, right? Mm-hmm. They say, uh, just trolls. Just a bunch of trolls. You in know, their I, mom's basement, Saddam. I've famously, I've been trolled, you know, pretty horrifically before. <laughs> and uh, you really, you know, after things like this, you just learn to let it uh, brush off your shoulder. Jay-Z right. once said, you got to get that dirt off your shoulder. <laughs> he did say that. You're a Jay-Z fan. Uh, if you're feeling like Saddam, go and brush your shoulders off. That's what I say. <laughs> I, I'm constantly feeling that way, Saddam, when I see you strutting the red carpet. You're always looking very fly. You're also looking, uh, also always looking very fashionable, very uh, high-end. Anna Wintour actually doesn't invite me back to the party. She's a major is, bitch. Is that right? Yes, yeah, she's. I don't understand. I've, I've heard. I've heard things of this nature. Oh, I miss the Vogue parties. I really do. <laughs> do you? Uh, let me ask you something, Saddam. You ever uh, partake a little? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> At Anna Wintour's house? Uh, you know, back in the day, but she's very stingy with the. Uh, back in the die. <laughs> back in the die, but uh, she's very stingy with the other uh, blow. So, uh, yeah. unfortunately, not in many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever meet uh, Chris Hansen, Saddam? Chris Hansen? No, I've never no. walked in on him before. He tried. <laughs> he uh, he wanted to do a uh, a thing in Iraq for a little while. He wanted <laughs> to catch right? uh, Iraqi pedophiles, but I think yeah. it uh it went side by side with you know another American operation at the time, <laughs> and I just didn't trust it. I didn't want him to come in. You were smart not to. Right. I should have. Uh, I should have. You know, better prevented the uh, the other lads. But mm-hmm. you, know, you live and learn. Yeah. Die I mean, and learn. How could you focus on uh, something as trivial as trivial as that when you're facing you know ostracization from the New York fashion scene and Anna Wintour herself. Right. It's I like mean, people don't people don't give you enough credit for how whirlwind of a life you had in the 80s. Well, I say I had WMDs, but I was saying Wintour must die because she wasn't inviting <laughs> me <laughs> to the parties anymore. You don't understand. Well, I'll, I'll assure you, my friend, I understand. Hopefully, you know... The people in the mainstream media will finally let you speak and have your day. I've been crucified in the mainstream media mm-hmm. like many uh, public figures before me. Jesus Christ, Kanye West, uh, Donald Trump. I just say that. <clears throat> media crucified me like they did Christ. Jesus. Guess who said that? 2013. <clears throat> exactly. Am I, am I right? Wait, let me, am I right about that? I have no idea. I'm going to say yes. No, wait, wait a second. It's, uh, that's Cruel Summer 2012, actually. Uh, <laughs> correction. Well, it's, uh, it's true of Kanye. It's true of Jesus Christ. It's true of yourself, Saddam. It is. And, uh, you know, they put me in the Mount Rushmore of, uh, you know, uh, maligned figures along with these three other men. And, uh, you know, I, I respect <laughs> it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost, it almost conjures the image of the, the, uh, the, 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 the two thieves, uh, aside Jesus Christ. Myself and Kanye, yes. You're, well, yourself being Jesus Christ, Jesus and Kanye being the thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've often thought that uh, I've had this dream a lot where I'm being crucified mm-hmm. and I'm Jesus. And, you know, the thieves are always <laughs> a revolving cast of other people in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sorry one always being somebody I need to liquidate. Mm. Okay, Saddam. Well, uh, we uh, once a show, we like to go to our viewers uh, and we like to uh, put out a, uh, a Twitter uh, you know, a message to our Twitter followers. Um, let them vote on what question we'd like to. Uh, they want us to ask you. And uh, the winner this week was: uh, How big is your penis? Is that right? I haven't seen her in how long? Can I say hello? Oh. Uh, okay. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it looks like you've already got a helicopter here. That's really loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look. Uh, <laughs> Look, will you have me over for uh, dinner sometime soon? All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm waving goodbye to Saddam. He's holding on to the end of a a a, uh, a ladder hanging off of his helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. <laughs>